0: The Art Studio Incorporated has been hosting a workshop called Gumbo Clay Fest over the past few years in which they invite clay artists from around the country to come in and demonstrate their creative processes. I talked with one of those artists who have attended this festival more than once, Daniel Wygant. Danielle was born in Maine, and being an Army brat, she moved around a lot and then settled in Utah when her father retired from the Army. She received her Bachelor of Fine Arts degree from Weber State, moved around for a while, and then received her Master's of Fine Art at the University of Oklahoma. She then, a few years later, moved back to Utah, where she teaches high school art. Danielle works in clay, and what piqued my interest is the fact that her works are cubes of various sizes, and it looks like spaghetti on those cubes, as Danielle tells us.
1: Yes. So I actually work with paper clay. So I infuse paper fibers into my clay, which is magical. Paper clay is like, if you know much about clay, typically clay when it dries out, you're done. You can't add anything, can't do anything to it. But with paper clay, I work wet to bone dry all the time. So I take bone dry clay and add wet clay to it. Oh, okay.
0: And is that how you get it, this thin that it is, and and let it work around and and, uh, bend around into the shape that you got it?
1: So I use my ketchup bottles. I'll have a plaster slab, and I have three-inch squares drawn out all over it. And then I'll use the ketchup bottle and squiggle out a square. And then once they dry, I use that same clay, almost like glue is the best way to put it, where I then construct all six sides. And I'll squiggle a layer on top. I'll force dry that because I don't like waiting. I'll take it out, flip it, squiggle another layer, let it dry, take it out one more time, squiggle a third layer, so then you can't see a top or bottom to it.
0: Okay. And do you color some of them? Because I've noticed you've had some colored.
1: Yeah, so typically I work with Cone 6 frost clay, which is a very, very bright white clay, and I'll add the stain directly to my clay, so that way the clay is colored. I hate glazing with a passion, which I know most people say love glazing, but no, I do not. So I just once fire the colors in there, I fire it to Cone 6 once, and I'm done. Okay,
0: and these are fired. You do fire these to to, uh, harden them, right?
1: Yep. I do fire them. Um, the itty-bitty, tiny little clay cubes. Typically, I don't fire, but these bigger structures, the spaghetti-looking ones, as you say, those ones I do fire, so they get harder.
0: Yeah. I, uh, in your presentation, you were uh, you were talking about. Uh, here's here's one I said. The grass is greener on the other side, and there's uh, there's a whole bunch of green cubes and on one side, and a whole bunch of green cubes on the other, and they're almost uh, almost the same amount.
1: They are almost the same amount. The big thing with that is that it, and looking back, it should have been less green because yeah. it wasn't greener. Yeah. But the big thing with that piece too is there it wasn't as much color. Yeah. So it looked... Duller, not. I mean, there's still a vibrant gray, but the point being was no, the other side is not better than the current side, so yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun.
0: So, when you're putting something together, it just uh, do you have an idea of putting it, uh, what you're going to do when you put it together, or do you just start putting it together and go, Oh, this works, this doesn't, this works, this uh, oh, yeah, I'll try this.
1: So, it's actually interesting because I want it to look like there isn't a pattern to it, but there is per row so I'll say like I have 200 white cubes I have 84 blue cubes I have this many this color cubes and then I figure out how many rows this whole piece is going to be and I'll just say I had 10 rows I'll take that 200 divided by 10 so I know per row I'll have 20 of each of those you know so I divide it that way so there's mathematically equal number of colors per row but it helps my brain not start picking up patterns and so there's a pattern but you'd have to seriously sit there and count and try to figure it out and nobody right. has time for that
0: right right me.
1: <laughs> okay
0: and uh, it's not a Rubik's cube type of thing where it'll take you forever to figure it out
1: I mean if you don't know then I don't think it's not a pattern where somebody's gonna sit and sit there and go oh there's five of this blue color per each row yeah. or there's three every other row nobody's going to sit and look at that yeah. so i know it's there but yeah. Yeah. nobody else is yeah. really going to look at it
0: so are you working on other things now uh, uh doing other things uh uh maybe uh, working in a different direction for a while and uh, leaving the cubes behind or is the cubes part of finding out something different that you're going to do
1: The cubes are never going away, or at least not anytime soon. Um, I definitely still do in cubes. I have a solo exhibition at Cerbera Gallery in Kansas City come springtime. So I want to make a bunch of different colored cubes because he was my first solo uh, exhibition I had. But back in the day, (laughs) I had one there not even that long ago. But um, I had a show there, and I didn't have as many colors. So now it's all about having new colors. So I'm definitely working towards that. And then I've been... This here at Gumbo Clay Fest, I've been taking the time to explore ideas I've had in my head since, like, 2016. Mm -hmm. Thinking about layers and patterns and, like, sedimentary layers and geological structures and stuff. And I have no idea where these rolled-up cylinders come from, but I love looking at them. It's like if you take how pipes are bundled or straws are bundled and you look towards the end of them, all the different circles and all of that like I love those patterns and so that's really what this new work you're supposed to like look at it like hung on a wall straight on so it has all those different undulating little parts and stuff so I have no idea just making it and seeing what happens.
0: Ceramic artist Danielle Wygant from Utah one of the artists attending the Gumbo Clay Fest at the Art Studio Incorporated. For more information on Danielle, you can go to her website, daniellewygandt.com. That's D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E-W-E-I-G-A-N-D-T.com. This feature is available on NPR One and all major podcast platforms. For State of the Arts, I'm Joe Elwell.